can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. Okay, so this is such a cringy moment and I feel like people that have like travelled will totally might relate to this. It was kind of like a scene from Seinfeld. So I was on the plane and I stupidly, I always get an aisle seat because I hate being like trapped between two people yes I hate that too actually and so I'm I I get there and I sit in the middle and then this guy sits to the left of me no he wasn't hot (laughs) that was my next question (laughs) so he sits down and he takes he slips his shoes off fine that's fine Um, no it's not (laughs) then he puts his arm on the armrest but his elbow is over into my side like and I start giving his elbow death eyes I just give them death stares and he doesn't get the hint like move your an elbow and I was just I was I was getting more and more and more worked up I was literally going to say to him move your elbow you're on my side this is this is maybe oh. why I'm single, but I I just couldn't. No, you, you know what men have? Yeah, the audacity to take my space, take up my space. Completely rude. Yes, yep. to take firstly take your fucking shoes off. Who do you think you are? It gets worse. Oh, it gets worse. It gets worse. Oh God. So, <laughs> so then we've taken off, and he puts his foot, his bare foot, up on his oh. knee. In my my direction. Wait. Then he starts picking the skin on his feet. No. (laughs) Oh, my God. It gets worse. There's more. There's more. Hell. So luckily the person in front must have, like, intuitively knew what was going on because they pushed their seat back like they put their oh, recliner back thank God for that. and that just pushed his foot so he had to put his feet back down thank god because I, I i didn't know where to look how did you stay silent i didn't i was oh, oh i was making like really I can obvious imagine, actually he yeah. he yeah. honestly knew he knew he was pissing me off but he just kept going anyway then he's he orders two muffins and he sits there and he eats them really quickly one after the other then, then he starts eating the crumbs that have fallen into his arm hair. No. Yes. No. Yes, he does. He picks the crumbs. No. He picks the crumbs from his arm hair and ate them. I just, I just was shocked by oh the whole. Oh my god, thing. Hannah! I can't believe you sat through that. I think I would have oh, had a verbal outburst. My god! I've told men before to close their legs because they've been. What's it called? Where they they splay their legs open like so wide that it cuts off your personal space, and you're there like yeah, shutting your that. legs close together. That. Yeah, it's just rude. It's rude. Like, I'm sorry if if I took off all that space, you'd be like, oh. 
move over. It's just rude. The other thing I forgot to say was he actually did lick. He was like making out with the muffin casing. I actually can't take anymore, (laughs) Hannah. I think I'm at my gag limit. The the muffin casing? He's like, (laughs) he was going down on it. I swear (laughs) to God. What's on today's episode? Um, so while you were doing that, uh, Megan and I chat about concealers and we're also chatting to our favourites, Matthew and Edward. They've got a cringy combo chat for us. So very much looking forward to that and our products we didn't know we needed. So Matthew and Edward, welcome back again. Thank you for having us. It's an honour. Thank you. Yep. So excited for this. Back by popular demand, I cannot tell you how many DMs we had from listeners after we did that episode last, suggesting that we date one of you guys. So um... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we've got a pretty big work safe case going against you guys yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's getting a bit out of control. Um, in all seriousness, though, like for legal reasons, that was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks. And yeah, no, thanks for clarifying. Yeah, that's okay. Um, so we thought we'd bring you on here. I just said to you guys, hey, do you want to join us for a cringy convo? And you guys said, yep, sure. Leave it with us. And so I'm not really sure what this cringy combo is going to be about. Uh, you're leading us here. Well, Eddie and I just thought it, it'd be fun to talk about our experience in high school. We went to the same public school in Frankston um, and mm. we both had like pretty, A lot of trauma. Yeah, trauma. yeah, trauma. Trauma, yeah, trauma. trauma and drama. Both. Trauma, both. Trauma. Both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some, some dark memories that have, um, some have turned into lessons and some have um, been repressed, but we're bringing all that on the table today. I went there in year nine and Eddie went there in year 10. And my first day, like they they didn't let me pick the um, electives. So and they put me in power sports, which was like <laughs> a it's a, a weightlifting power sports, like weightlifting and like rugby, like real high contact. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like so I was in year nine, but like the classes like merged with the year tens as well. And I don't think I really need to explain why that was so bad, to be honest. Like, <laughs> obviously, I just got crushed. Like, this guy intentionally crouched behind me so this uh, year 10 could come over, who I think later became the year 12 school captain, uh, came over and pushed me over. So it was just insane. <laughs> later in that day as well, I was in, like, the um, the locker room anic thing. And this girl came up to me. And we since became friends. But this first day, she came up to me with, like, all of her friends. And she was like, hey, your vagina's showing. Oh. And... <laughs> And I didn't want to cause, like, any issues, so, like, I looked down. And then, like, all of her friends started pointing at me going, vagina boy, vagina boy. Girls? Wow. Eddie, what was your first day like? Yeah, see, Matt's is more of a walk in the park in comparison with mine. So I arrived the following year, and I also came from, like, a um, very prim and proper, like, Christian school and then went to Frankston High, and I really didn't want to go. Um, <laughs> I really didn't want to move schools. Anyway, on my like first day, I knew one guy there and we were walking through the canteen annex, which was an undercover bit. And um, one kid, um, who I won't say his name, uh, Darren. He, uh, <laughs> 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 um, he came up to me and um, knew me as the new kid on my first day. And there was a whole crowd of people, you know, forming a big circle. And I accidentally walked through it. And he's like, oh, can I leapfrog you? And uh, I was like, okay, maybe this is some kind of initiation (laughs) and how they do things. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. 
And then he's like, oh, you got to put your arms out to your side. Like you're kind of doing like a, like a cross. And I was like, I didn't want to cause any trouble. So should I was have like, known okay, at that point. Yeah, yeah, I should have known that. Yeah, something was on the cards for me there. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And so I, um, I put my arms to the, out to each side and I'm just standing in this huge circle of like all like pretty much year nine and ten. And I hear footsteps behind me and I, and I, and I, I imagine I'm going to feel his um, hands on my shoulders as he jumps over me. Alas, the hands were placed on me, but not on my shoulders. They're actually on my trousers. And I um, pulled my pants down in front of the uh, whole year nine and ten cohort. Which was met with thunderous applause and this guy called Dan, who specifically, I remember to this day, I still dream about it, he just yelled out the words, look at that stupid kid. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I thought to myself, no, I've had enough of this. And um, I went from the canteen annex, you know, had a smile, pretend I laughed it off and um, ran home. <laughs> And, and cried. This is, I'm, 15, I'm 15, so I'm still quite old at this point. And I go into the house and I get back into bed and start crying. Mum gets a call from the school um, while she's at work and finds out that I'm not at school anymore. And I, and I have to talk to mum on the phone telling her what happened. And she's like, oh, darling, you're going to have to go back. I'm like, no, nah, mum, I'm not going. So then my parents had recently separated at this point and weren't really talking a lot, but mum had to give dad a call because she was at work and said, can you go over and talk to Edward and get him to go back to school? Um, so he came around and um, tried giving me a pep talk and I didn't go back that day. And then I came back the next day and um, the year level coordinator had assigned me like three um, people to hang out with and they were real nerds. Like <laughs> even though I was assigned like three people to hang with, I just, I, I walked around on my own because I still thought despite having my pants pulled down in front You're of everyone, better. I was still better than these <laughs> other people. <laughs> but out of the two of you, what do you reckon out of those two days, which one would you rather experience? One where you get pushed over or one where you actually get like pantsed in front of everyone? Uh, can I just ask, was it, was it bare ass and, and genitals oh, out? Or no, 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 no. It like, oh, on the back half of me it was, but like uh-huh. I kind of like reached down as it was going down. So like uh, my ass was kind of showing, but um, yeah. my, um, my, 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 my genitals were not. <laughs> I was going to say if they pulled it down, I was like. Yeah, there would have been no coming back from that. <laughs> let me tell you that. <laughs> Do you know, this actually reminds me of a girl at our school in year, I think it was the end of year 12. Um, and like you're 17 at this point and she got wrapped on the last day. I think, I think, this is not funny, but she, 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 she agreed, she agreed to it. I'm pretty sure she agreed to it, but she got wrapped up in glad wrap to a pole. Why did she agree to that? And what, just left there? Was this like a muck up day situation? Yeah, yeah, muck up day. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. so she probably agreed to it. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think that she did. On the dackings. I used to dack my friends at school all the time. So that was just yeah. like a normal Well, you're the person on the thing. other side of these yeah. stories. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never understood. What I never understood about school was when I, I was at a co-ed school from prep to grade six and we used to go away to like camp and the boys all had to shower together, which I thought was bizarre. And then the like, no, like what if you don't want to shower with yeah, everyone else? rightfully so. I really didn't know. I, I honestly, and then the girls would all get, like we'd all get our own separate bathroom. So you'd have mm. like a stall. I never understood how, why they would make the boys do that. What if you want a bit of privacy? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like at one of the footy clubs I used to play at, the whole thing was, you know, the, amongst the boys was after the game, you've got to get in the shower and just got to get your 
out <laughs> otherwise you just yeah no yeah. you get in trouble if you didn't do it yeah cr- and you do not want to get in trouble <laughs> what do you mean yeah don't yes, worry about that no one. i know yeah i've heard that joe did you have any um cringy experiences at high school i actually can't i mean i don't remember a lot of high school uh my friends often ask if i have an acquired brain injury i don't think i do but i have a shocking memory and so often they'll say things and be like remember when this happened at school i'm like no like i literally cannot recall that occurring and it will be something that directly affected me and i can't remember it the only <laughs> thing i can recall very very clearly is in year 12 so i was very very small when i started um, high school. I was like tiny. Mm. So I wore the same summer dress from year seven to year 12. And by the time I got to year 12, I had obviously grown. My dress wasn't that short though. It was like a standard length school dress. And we had a new principal come in and they made our teachers measure the distance between our dresses and our knees. And they measured mine. They're like, no, she needs to go and get a new dress. And this was like the start of term four or something. And they suspended me and sent oh. me home because I wouldn't wear a new dress. I was like, oh I'm not God. getting a new dress. Whoa. Like this Bloody is ridiculous. Hell. And you think of it, I think of that now and I think they would never be able to do no. that because that would be like slut no. shaming. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, it wasn't even short. It wasn't like I was being inappropriate or anything for a yeah. school uniform, but they were going around measuring the distance wow. between our skirts and our knees. And yeah, I had to go home. Needless to say, my mum was not, not happy about that one she she stormed down there pretty quick (laughs) I have I told the story of my nose ring I can't remember if I told the story it just came I can't imagine you being allowed to have a nose no well (laughs) just wait (laughs) (laughs) okay so I got I think I must have been in year 12 and I got my nose pierced and you weren't allowed to have the nose ring in at school but um the rebel that I was I wore it to school every day and I remember like the vice principal or like one of the senior teacher people would come up to me like every day and tell me to take out my nose ring and it was getting to be quite annoying actually and so I I remember I was at I was at a party and um miss whatever like I don't know like can I make a name up miss smith say uh miss smith's son was at the party oh and um I remember. Oh, I, I feel like I I can see where this is going. <laughs> I I ended up making out with him. Yeah, that's and, where I thought it was going. And she never spoke to me again. And so I just what? Yeah. Oh my and, lord! And like as in, I think I don't know if she found out or I don't know what happened. But from that moment, I didn't. I don't remember her ever asking me to take my nose ring out again. Did you say your mum keeps telling me to hide my nose ring? Yeah, were you talking? Yeah, <laughs> did, were you talking shit on her? It's so yeah. long ago. I hate I, your mum. I, yeah. I honestly can't remember. It was so long ago now. I don't even know what her job was at the school. I just remember she used to ask me to take my nose ring out and I made and, and I made out with her son. Um, but, <laughs> but I, That's how you do it. I did have another like a poo related. Oh, yes. I had to go away for um, a whole year to... To, like we got sent away to the country for a year. That didn't happen at Frankston High, I gather. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they took us to Frankston Top Food Court once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Bayside Shopping Centre. <laughs> um, you had to live with 11 other girls in like a cabin. Like can you imagine, sorry, 12, 15-year-olds all having to live in, in a cabin together and there were only two toilets. Right. Like what oh. kind, like it was like 
literally the weirdest experience to have to and and everyone's so hormonal at 15 and everyone everyone yells at each other and it's and also like just on have I told you about the contact lenses Joe like I couldn't put my contact lenses in at that point and so my mum my mum had to put them in once a month and then I'd go away for a month and then (laughs) I couldn't take my contact lenses out for a month with the toilets like you, you would kind of go in pairs and do like poos and just chat. It was actually like quite ah. a bonding experience. That's yeah, that actually quite close. nice. Yeah, wow. yeah. yeah. That's the whole footy locker room experience. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So maybe okay. we're not so different mm, after yeah. all. No, yeah. I don't think so. We kind of sit and have a chat. back, And it's so funny because when you get to adulthood and you, you would never go in, like Joe and I would never go into stalls together at work and do a mm. poo together Wouldn't and we? chat. <laughs> Like I don't, oh, okay. I don't even think. I would have thought you two would have done that. Yeah. To be honest, same. Yeah, it's I was, to me. I would have been do you reckon? Isn't that a thing? Like at, like people do that at like at the club, clubs and stuff. Yeah. Like girls share. I the don't same bathroom stall. Not and stuff. to sh- No, no. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming. I, I haven't been to any. I'm just. Eddie yeah, doesn't go to clubs. This is what I read on yeah. 4chan. <laughs> Well, when I when I first met Eddie, when he first came to the school, he was desperate to be my best friend. He okay, was... no, that is a, oh. that is complete fiction. You're getting no. there. You look at no, you look at our Facebook messages. You're the one always wanting to hang out from 2011. Because I was ahead of my time. I used to always go to Frankston Top Food Court, Subway, the movies, all on my own. And I see these groups of people from school. No wonder you thought like, you were better. <laughs> well, look, look how it's turned out. Now you're roommates. Absolutely incredible. Joe, I was actually thinking, imagine um, you and I becoming, I know you're looking for a place to live. Imagine if we became roommates. I don't think that would work. Can you please do that? Or you just need an escape from each other every (laughs) now and then. No, just do it. I only clean once a week. Like I, my whole apartment gets messy. And then on Sundays I do like a full deep clean. And I don't know that that would work for Joe. I think she'd be an everyday cleaner. I feel that's similar with me and Matt though because Matt's a clean probably, what, once every three weeks kind of guy. No, I clean normal amounts. Eddie How is often do you guys change your sheets? Uh, well, you've actually got I'd probably do it more his than bed you. stripped yeah. right now. I've got my bed stripped right now. Um, you didn't answer the question. Well, well, well you know, it did, I'm not really keeping a calendar. <laughs> no, yeah, I'd say once every two weeks. I'd need to look at the diary, but probably once every two once weeks. Once every two weeks, that's what I say. If I've had a shower, I don't need to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, here's okay. the thing about Matt, though. Um, everyone's, everyone's got the debate. Tomato sauce in the fridge, in the pantry. Matt <laughs> likes to keep it on the kitchen table, <laughs> which I don't quite understand because I'll always come home and I'll say it's such a simple thing because the, the, both the pantry mm-hmm. and the fridge are only metres away from the kitchen table. It doesn't take much effort at all to keep me happy and to keep the house Eddie's clean, just but so, he can never do it. He's just so passive-aggressive about things. Like, I'll have a couple of, like, drinking glasses in Is my he? room. Really? I couldn't see that yeah no he'll just come in and just be like oh i see you've taken up glass collecting (laughs) 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 yeah Uh, but we'd love to hear our audience's uh high school trauma as well um so feel free to share them with us via dms at adore beauty uh we look forward to sharing them on our stories so thanks for joining us thank you guys thanks for having us we love thank you very much always a pleasure we'll do anything to get on here so anything anything Megsy's joining us again today. Welcome back to the potty, Megs. Oh, thank you, Dal. Thanks for having me on again. No, it's our pleasure. We wanted to get you back on to talk concealers. This is a question you get asked a lot as a makeup artist. And so we wanted to cover all of the basics, you know, how to choose your concealer shade, how to multitask your concealer, 
different concealer placements and also our favorite concealers. Um, you and I, I think, have a couple of favorites that we share, but we're going to go through. I've narrowed down my top five. How many have you got? I've got nine. Nine? <laughs> I know, and that was the cold list. <laughs> okay, so we're both really unrelatable. Um, <laughs> you really probably only need one to two concealers in your life, but, you know. No, but you know why I've got nine here? Why? Because I've got, I've got options for everyone's different skin type oh, and concern good. and coverage okay. need. Great. She's got us covered, guys. So let's start with how to choose your concealer shade because I think we all have probably heard that, you know, you should buy a concealer shade that's a couple of shades or one shade lighter than your foundation. So what's the truth in that? What colour should we actually be buying? Yeah, so I think that rule of thumb came about from Kimmy K. Mm. Let's go back about five, six years ago when like that really contrasted under eye highlight came into Mm. fashion that's kind of when we started applying that rule. But so you can still go with that. Generally, my concealer is probably about one to two shades lighter. Mm-hmm. But if you just want your concealer for coverage and that is it, you don't want it to highlight any areas of the face, then just go with your like with your foundation shade. Mm-hmm. So concealer will match your foundation shade. If you are popping it under the eye and you want like a brightening effect, then I would go for one to two shades lighter. I probably wouldn't go more than that because then you're going to look quite contrasted. Mm-hmm. And concealer is not only just for disguising things. It does have a few other uses. So talk us through how we can multitask our concealers. Yeah. So let's just say you're someone with super oily skin and you love a foundation like Makeup Forever Reboot Foundation. So that's really dewy. Um, But you know that through your T-zone, you're going to get super oily. Mm -hmm. So what I would do is you can pop that reboot all over and then you can go in with a really mattifying concealer just through the areas that you know you're going to secrete a lot of oil. Mm. So you can pretty much use your concealer as a safety blanket depending on your individual skin concerns. But you can also use a concealer as a shadow base, which I know you do. I tend to go for more of a MAC paint pot as my base, but you can definitely use that to intensify your shadows and get more longevity out of them. But you can also use your concealers as a contour. So how would you choose a shade in a concealer and how would you place it to get a contouring effect? Yeah. So I like to go about three shades darker Mm -hmm. because remember, you're going to blend it out and I will generally use something really light and dewy. So you don't want the formula to be too matte because you want it to be really malleable and you want to be able to blend it in with your normal foundation. So Mm. what I like to do is If you touch your cheekbone with your finger, there Mm -hmm. is a tiny little ridge underneath your cheekbone that your finger can just slide into. And it's Mm. usually around your tragus. So I like to pop three little dots or a really skinny line just just underneath in that little ridge. Um, And then you can blend that out either using like a kabuki brush, a beauty blender or your fingers. But the best way is to just start with a little bit of product. And if you want more, you can always add more, but less is more. Mm -hmm, Totally. And just back to that creasing comment, I did want to touch on that because that's a question that probably both of us get a lot is how to stop your concealer from creasing, especially under the eyes. And I wanted to mention a product that I had as my product, didn't know I needed recently. And it's the Bobbi Brown Vitamin Enriched Eye Base. 
Do you yep. use that as well? Yep. I knew it. I knew you'd have this. I actually use that on my whole face sometimes. You put it on your whole face. So there is a face version. Yeah, you know, I know, but I've got that. <laughs> and like sometimes if like around my nose gets a bit dry. Oh, I do that too. Yeah. Yeah. And I around just my pop lips. it around there. Yes. Yes. It's yeah. Precisely. Yeah. It's really just hydrating and I feel like it creates this barrier between the product and your skin. It doesn't allow the product to become dry and flaky and cause that you know, creasing effect. But I think creasing sometimes can be from oiliness as well. So I wouldn't recommend that product in that instance if you're finding that the oiliness is what is causing product to sit in lines as opposed to it being creasing from lines or dryness. So let's break down creasing. So creasing on a dry skin type is basically because there's not enough moisture. So the product that's applied is clinging to your skin and that's creating separation. On an oily, oily skin type, there's actually slip and slide because oil is secreting through your face. Obviously, the water within the concealer is repelling. So then you're getting that separation and that slip and slide. So you just want to make sure that even if you are powdering, this is another little hack. Um, so what I like to do is I like to grab like a damp beauty blender and then I pop that in my powder And then I apply it whilst the beauty blender is still damp. So that just adds Ah. a little bit of hydration back in, especially if you've got that normal to dry skin type and you do crease a lot. Concealer placement. So on TikTok, obviously, everybody who's on TikTok has probably seen that new little trick that's been around for a few months where you just apply concealer in the inner corner of your eye and then you flick it up outwards from underneath your eye out to the top of your, out to the end of your eyebrow. The idea of it is to create more of an elongated eye. So that's a contrast to what we were seeing back in, you know, 2014 to 16, where it was that big triangle of concealer under the eye, as you mentioned before, Kimmy K style. Yeah. So let's talk about concealer placement and 2016 versus 2021. What is the best way to apply concealer if you're wanting more of a natural finish? Yeah, totally. So... If when you're applying a concealer, the whole reason why contouring came about was because the lighter areas are meant to be brought forward um, mm. and the darker areas are meant to retract. So when you're placing that really low down triangle, it has been said that it can actually drag your face downwards because mm-hmm. your eye trough is actually going almost into your cheeks. So that's why I guess people have kind of moved away from that. In 2016, it was all the rage. But now I would honestly say, you know, TikTok with this one is right. I do like to pop it just on that inner eye. Sometimes I even bring it up towards the bridge of my nose, like that inner cusp, Mm -hmm. because a lot of people do get dark in there, which is often forgotten about um, because you're busy with eyeshadow and you're busy with foundation. It's kind of next to where the inside of your eye ends. And it's just where it's shadows. Yeah, right into that little underneath your brow where your eye ends next to your nose. Yeah. (laughs) This is really hard (laughs) to explain without showing people. (laughs) Yeah. In there is a nice little hot tip. And then, yeah, if you do want like a lifted effect, you can pop it on the outer part of your eye up towards your temple. Sometimes you can actually pop it just in your little T-zone area. So between your eyebrows for a brightening effect. And that's personally all the areas that I place it. However, if you do want to pop it down the bridge of your nose, you can. If you wanted to pop it on your chin, the very centre of your chin, you can. There's really not a blanket rule for it because it depends on your face shape, 
what you're trying to retract and what you're trying to bring forward. So yeah. Yeah. So I've actually got a product here. So we're going to go into our fave products. So this is the Krylon Concealer Wheel. Have you got that there as yep, well? I've got her too. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So this has like a pinky toned or peachy toned shade in it that is meant to neutralize purple. So mm-hmm. I'll often put that underneath a yep. more creamy concealer so that it helps to counteract the blue purple shades under my eyes before I put my concealer on. I do find that because this is fuller coverage and it is a heavier texture that I do find I will get a little bit of creasing with this, Um, but I just make sure I prep my eye really well with that Bobbi Brown base and usually I'll be okay. Another one I've got is that designer brand's corrector oh I don't have that I don't think we even sell it I just got given it once and I was like this is the best thing ever it's like a little pen and it's they've got it in green and peach Mm -hmm. and I use that under my eyes as well and it's really good so I don't know if you can find that at chemist warehouse but I I don't know if a door stock it but yeah my pick for color correction for various things it neutralizes red brown purple blue and there's another red so good for concealing both blemishes, discoloration and dark circles. Yeah. Well, yep. Yeah, you pretty much covered that off. So I'll just say yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I've got this one in my kit. You don't have to worry about like, oh, which shade do I use? Because on the back, it actually specifies which shade mm. counteracts brown or purple or yeah, or blue. So that is a good one. Um, it is $72, but honestly, it will last you forever. So one of my faves is Power Fabric by Mm -hmm. Giorgio Armani. So there's 20 shades. It is lighter coverage, so you're not going to get like a full coverage there. It has a really nice radiant skin finish and it is $62. So it is on the bougier side, but if you're looking for that really nice natural skin finish and it's for like a special occasion or for going out, I do really love this one. My next bougie one is going to be the YSL Touche Clar Radiant Touch, which of course, I'm well yes. aware is actually not marketed as a concealer. It's meant to be a highlighting pen. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking concealer. Let's just <laughs> say it how it is, all right? It's got concealing yeah. properties too. It's very easy to use. It's got the little brush tip on the end. You just press the bottom and it pumps the product up. Very yep. easy to travel with and take in your handbag without it being yep. messy. Obviously, this is very, very light coverage. I would probably only say this is suitable if you have very, very minor blemishes or you're just wanting to use it to highlight those areas or just slightly conceal those areas. I used to use this under my eyes. I don't use it as much anymore because I'm finding my dark circles are getting worse. So I've (laughs) upped my game a little bit. Um, I'm going to do a bit of a a combo deal for everyone. Mm, Um, So the next two are quite similar for me. They have slight differences, but they're both full coverage and they're both great for anyone that has oily skin and really wants a full coverage concealer with a matte finish. Mm -hmm. So the first one is Matte Velvet Skin by Makeup Forever. Oof, yep. Both of these I use as shadow bases so they Mm -hmm. are crease proof I just pop it on and as soon as I've popped it on I set it with powder so don't let it like crease up set it with powder and then go in with your shadows that one's 48 the makeup forever and there's 22 shades okay and then the other one is infallible more than concealer by L'Oreal Paris and this one is 29.95 and you've got 17 shades to choose from okay so we're going into our bargain territory now yeah so that was like a bit of a 
bougie and a bargain option for yeah. anyone with oily skin that wants a really full coverage. So while we're on the topic of Makeup Forever, I think we both really, really love this concealer. It's the Ultra HD Light Capturing Self-Setting Concealer. Yeah. I have the shade 32. This is a beautiful concealer for, I'd say, normal to dry skins. Would you agree with that? Pretty much everyone, actually. Yeah, normal to dry. I would actually say this is for all skin types because it, yeah. it semi-sets. Yeah. What would you say the coverage is of this? Medium? I would say it's a medium buildable, though. Like if okay. you put if you put a good two layers, you could probably get a full coverage. Um, but on its own, yeah, just a medium, a nice medium coverage. How much is she? 48. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I'm going to do my bargain one as well since we're here. Yeah, go. Uh, you you got me onto this, actually. This oh, is good. the Maybelline Instant Age Rewind Eraser Multi-Use Concealer. I've yep. got the shade 120 Light and it also says pale. <laughs> it says actually, 120 you know Light what? Pale. <laughs> oh True. Um, I, I am. Um I do really, really like this. You got me onto it. I was a bit sceptical. I thought I'm usually a bougie gal, but I'm going to give it a whirl. I don't mind a bargain makeup product and I'm really sold on it. Don't know how hygienic the sponge tip is. I do worry about that sometimes and I don't think it would be suitable for makeup artists because you're not able to use that on clients, but for personal use, it's probably okay. And look, I've gone through it pretty quickly. So if you wear makeup every day, you're probably going to go through this within a couple of months. Well, I'm going to talk about my other favorite bougie concealer then, because it's also yeah. by Maybelline. Bougie? Sorry, did I say bougie? I meant bargain. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's honestly, yeah, okay. it's the, the quality is bougie. This is $15.95 um, and mm-hmm. it's the Maybelline Fit Me Concealer. So if you have normal to dry skin, I will be shocked if you do not like this. Um, Mm. So there's 10 shades. That's the only downfall, actually. They don't have a massive shade range in it. It has a dewy finish. It's medium coverage. You can shear it out to light if you want. I just, I don't know what else to say about it apart from I love it. I might give her a whirl for $15.95. Why not? Yeah, this with either like your fingers pressed into your skin Mm -hmm. or like a damp beauty sponge just beautiful especially if you're just wanting to look like effortless effortless glow I mean you always do so I'd trust you um I've got one more bougie and that is the Estee Lauder double wear instant fix concealer so this has a concealer on one end which is the 24-hour concealer and it's got the hydro prep eye primer on the other side oh wow so it's got two you can see this because we're on zoom yeah It's got two ends and you can unscrew both. So one has the concealer in it, one has the primer in it. The primer is just a really hydrating, serum-y feel gel that you pop under the eye and it just sets a really good base for the concealer. I would say this is a medium buildable. Yep. As we've discussed with probably the others, it's very comparable to the Makeup Forever Ultra HD. Actually, you know what? This is only $44. I mean, only $44 sounds ridiculous because that's still, it's probably mid-range pricing for a concealer, but it is really nice. I find it sits on the skin really beautifully. I'd probably say this is great for mature skins too. And yeah, that's my uh, last one, my last pick. I've only got two left. Okay. All right. Run us through them. Um, So the first one is like an oldie, but a goodie is in the brand. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's MAC Studio Fix 24-Hour Smooth Wear Concealer. I used to use one similar to this. I don't know if they've reformulated recently or not. But anyway, it's $42. So it's around that. I don't know. Is that bougie or not? Let us know. I think that's mid-range. It's mid-range, yeah. Because you've got your like, you know, 0 to 20 
20 to 50 and then 50 and above, I would say. And concealers last a while because you don't use heaps per application. Exactly. It's medium to full coverage, but it's buildable. So you can get medium. If you build it up, you can get full. It's actually super lightweight though. So that's what I really like about it. Um, I did use this as an eye base a few nights ago and it held up quite well as well. So good to know. Um, It has like that natural velvet finish. So not completely matte, not completely dewy, just kind of like your skin. And there are 33 shades. So that's why I wanted to shout out to this one. And my last one is Super Bargain. It's from The Ordinary and it is their high coverage concealer. Mm -hmm. So this is a bit of a newbie. Now, unfortunately, I haven't got my correct shade to be able to, I haven't gotten to try it underneath my eyes, but I have tried it as a shadow base and I'm giving it the tick of approval. Okay. Good to know. How much is she? $10.80. Okay. Yeah. Great. So it's like, it's so worth trying it. It's completely matte finish, just a heads up, which is why I loved it for my eyelids and it's super full coverage. So if you're looking for something like that and you just want to get a nice bargain, then I would definitely check that one out. Amazing. Well, I mean, that's all we've got to discuss on concealers. Thanks for joining us, Megzi. On to product we didn't know we needed. Oh, Hannah, I'm looking at yours. I haven't opened this yet, but I saw the packaging and I thought, oof, this is right up my alley. Oh, sorry. That's for another episode. Ignore that. Okay. (laughs) I'm prepared. That lady that called me unprofessional, I'm prepared. Yeah, it really got to her. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I actually, every time I come onto a recording now, I'm like, oh, I better be professional. Yeah, you are better, actually yeah. way more prepared. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Honestly, you just needed that feedback. <laughs> I know. Thank you. Thank you for the feedback. It was I mean, me I wouldn't disguise. To be, on, to be honest, I would have preferred it as like a direct message, not like a public yeah. calling out. <laughs> but I am choosing. Um, we get asked a lot about brushes and about choosing like afford, like what are some affordable brushes? Mm. These are. I know you love the melodrama set, but these are by far my favourite brushes that I've ever used. Oh, really? I have got so many freaking brushes. Like I've got, mm. I I have to use a um one of those really. Do you what do you use, put your brushes in? I use like a, you know, like a pen holder. I've just got old candles. Oh, I like that. I, I take the wax out of the bottom of candles and I put my brushes in. Wait. There. How do you get the wax out of the bottom of a candle? Um, you can do boiling water. There is another trick though that I saw on TikTok. Oh my god, what of was it? Of course you saw it on TikTok. Well, you put it, you put it in the freezer, and then you just get it out of the freezer and you bang uh, it on the bench, and it just pops out. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to throw my candles out anymore. Yeah, because they're quite nice packaging. Well, anyway, we digress. Um, <laughs> so the Spectrum brush sets. I think I've got the eight piece set, which is for eyes. Hmm. And that's $50 for an eight-piece set of really good quality brushes, which I think... So it's an eye set. So what kind of brushes are in there? Can you describe them to me? So we've got blender brush, fluffy shader, eye contour, angled blender brush, precision crease brush, short smudge brush, stubby shader brush, fluffy pencil Mm. brush. Great. Sounds like a good mix. Yeah, really good mix. It's always hard to find a good range of eye brushes in a standard brush set. For eyes especially, yes. I have found it really hard and it's really expensive to try to build a set of eye brushes. Yes, 100%. I have been able to experiment a lot more with eyes knowing that I have Mm. like enough 
brushes to do yeah. like a crazy eye look. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I actually love the packaging. They're, it's so cute. They're pink. Like the what's the main part of a brush called? The hairs? No, the hair. The hairs are like a bluey purple color, and then the, the oh the handle, the stick, the handle, the, the handle. Stick. Yeah, <laughs> the handle is pink. <laughs> they're um they're really cute to look at as well. Sorry, guys. Oh. <laughs> All right, and what is yours? So I was at James Vivian the other day having a facial treatment, and I've been noticing that one of my I've mentioned this before, but one of my eyes has a much darker circle underneath it than the other. And it's starting to grind my gears a lot. Um, and I'm looking for something to do to it. And so I was asking Dawn at James Vivian, like, what are different treatments I can do? I don't want to have filler under there. Um, you know, is there anything I can do? And she said, well, why don't you try like a retinol eye serum, like a retinol-based eye serum, because it might help to build up the thickness of that skin because obviously the skin is just really thin and it's showing through to this whatever's underneath which is really purple so I decided I actually had this um, Murad Youth Renewal Retinol Eye Serum in my box of things to try and I just hadn't gotten around to using it but I've used the one that's in a regular serum that's not the eye version and really liked it so I was like I'll just give this a crack see what happens I'm currently still using it. It's got, I think it's got three kinds of retinols in there and it's got uh, marine kelp extract as well, which is meant to help to brighten. I'm always a little bit skeptical when something says, oh, this helps to fix dark circles, but their other dark circle eye serum is actually amazing. So I will trust them on this one. I haven't noticed a major difference in the darkness yet, but I think this is probably going to take like a more of a six to 12 week situation. I'm not expecting yeah. it to thicken the skin overnight, but in terms of texture, the way that it absorbs into my skin, really enjoying it so far. It is a bit bougie. Um, she's $135. Mm. Yeah. So she's, she's not for the faint hearted, but if you are wanting to get serious about your under eyes, I would say this would probably be a good one to try if you've got the money to spend on it. I really do love their dark circle one, which I'm using in the morning and then I'm using this one at night. So that's kind of how I'm rotating at the moment. But I'm hoping to see a bit of a difference because this under eyes really pissing me off. Okay. So I got this DM and I just honestly died because it's a real merging of our, you know, dating and skincare mm -hmm. content that we do. Um, so I'm going to read it out to you. Hannah, I've literally never DM'd someone I didn't know before, but I feel <laughs> like I just have to share this as I've got you, Joanna, and my session with the podcast to thank. Aww. I got married on Friday and this was in my now husband's vows. I promise to continue to learn about skincare and the importance of putting on sunscreen every day, especially oh. after using a retinol. Oh, I'm tearing up. Actually, I'm really emotional. Oh. <laughs> Can you believe that? Can I you actually If my future husband it? doesn't say that in his vows, I'm not going through with it. I promise to continue to learn about skincare and the importance of putting sunscreen on every day. So oh my god. Cute. Especially after using a retinol. That is what the so, hell? Who so is cute. this man? Who is he? <sighs> That's it from us this week. We'll see you next week. Thanks everyone for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. Bye.